Welcome to James Against the Machine, uh, the internet's number one political Hampton chat show. Back at it again for another great hour radio, if I do say so myself. Uh, in case you happen to be new around here, uh, I'm Jamie, your hostess with the mostess. Uh, and what do we do around here? Well, we bring you the hottest takes in the world of politics and current affairs. But this show is not a dictatorship. See how I did that? I don't bring these hot takes to you on my own. No, how could I? How could I? They'd be too hot. As always, I'm joined by young producer Tom. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Oh my God, you actually asked me how I am. Yeah, how are you? That's the first. Uh, right, um, things are going pretty well at the moment, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, I'm enjoying doing the show. Uh, I've, got a bit, I've got a twitchy eye. My eye don't, won't stop twitching. Which one, left or right? My right eye. Uh... What would uh, it have so meant? I was, trying, it was, yeah, I was trying to work out some sort of political joke about the uh, like political spectrum left and right, but I couldn't do it. No, I, I won't stop twitching. Anyway, have you been? Um, How's the moving in process? Yeah, it's going well. It's all been good. Are you so eating far. well? Yep, yeah, eating very well. What, doing your washing up regularly? Doing my washing up regularly. When was the last time you changed bedding? Did my mom ask you to ask these questions? Rebecca, he's uh, he's he's good. Don't worry, don't worry, he's good. Uh, anyway, yeah, so. Um, Stockwatch, who, if any of you haven't been listening to the show recently, uh, me and Tom, we happen to have the same socks. Oh, yeah, good point. Um, oh, I'm wearing different socks What are we today? on this week? I'm um, wearing, oh, you're wearing different socks. What am I? I'm blue. Oh, I've gone red. I've gone blue and red. You've gone blue and red. Oh, my God, that's so political. You've put the blue one on the I'm right leg and the red one on the left leg as well. Oh, my God. I think they're just they're the only ones That's that really impressive. No, that's very in, impressive. Didn't go in the wash. Um, mine are Uniqlo. Uh, the sort of cream of white, oh, no, my favourite socks. Uh, if Uniqlo, if you're listening, yeah, no, we're looking for sponsors. We are looking for Spock's answers. Spock's answers. Spock's on socks. What's else new with the show? We've moved up in the world production-wise. I'm not sure if I can call you young producer Tom anymore. An old hand, because you're just playing it on iTunes. <laughs> Sorry to give give you an eye into the show. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> just but playing. I'm not sure if I can call you that. Just anymore. playing on iTunes, like I didn't already get that wrong once when we full started the show because I hadn't plugged well, in the Orcs cable well, properly. Well, they didn't have to know that. Yeah, well, they did, so they know that it takes a If anything, you've more. gotten worse on the, an uneasier way of doing it. I'm a man who works with detailed equipment. I can't do this. This is too simple. It's true. It's too archaic. Yeah, I'm like... A, is that I'm what like archaic an, means? I don't really know. No, it's the opposite of archaic. I'm, right, okay. um, I'm like an artisan producer. Right, yeah, no, fair so enough. So I only work with the finest ingredients. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, on the show this week, spoiler alert, it's packed. Uh, we're clinging on uh, to the relevancy of Theresa May's conference speech. Can we make it work? Uh, listen to us try. Uh, the president has had a phenomenal week of gaffes. Uh, the BNP are in the news. The hotly anticipated return of Tales from the Alt-Right Media and a bunch of other stuff. But before we do that, as always, as always, should we play a track? See, we should play a track. I just tried to use the mouse instead of the <laughs> trackpad. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there we go. S.G. Lewis. Yeah. Smart Alec Kill on uh, Boogaloo Radio. Yeah, that's where we James are. James Against Machine. Uh, that's the show. your laptop. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. You play with my emotions when you feel us right. I play with my pinky ring when I need to. I talk to Jess, I try to get my focus right. I play the victim, but you can see through. So I get angry and start to break things. 
I fuck up everything that you need, boo. She asked me, why do you always change face? One minute you homeless and then you regal, yeah. You think you know it all, you little girl is so thoughtless. Running around and you talk shit, I never know what you're thinking. And you don't know what you started. You always seem on a mission, well, I don't know what to call it. You think you know it all, you little girl is so thoughtless. Running around and you talk shit, I never know what you're thinking. And you don't know what you started. Always seem on a mission, myself to think smart alec killing my way to freedom now i pop up in your world and tell you that i'm here you love to play the game but you lose all the time there i had to force you to think about what you mean no i'm getting lost in your mind i'm clouded by weed smoke we get to talking just to go bust up the silence i am not with you and i go check what the time is i need you to stop all this talking you so worry about your goddamn self girl you think you know it all, you little girl is so thoughtless Running around and you talk shit, I never know what you're thinking And you don't know what you started, you always seem on a mission Well, I don't know what to call it You think you know it all, you little girl is so thoughtless Running around and you talk shit, I never know what you're thinking And you don't know what you started, always seem on a mission You think you JTS Machine. Hello. What do you think of that? I really like that song, actually. Yeah, it's nice. Um, well, of course, uh, I know it feels like a political life. Oh, that was a good stop. Thanks. That was nice. Uh, you, you're, earning, you're earning it. You're earning it. They don't call me the artist formerly known as Young, young Producer Tom for nothing. <laughs> uh, oh, that's, that is absolutely why they don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on one second. Um, say something that's not important. Uh, young Producer. Okay, so that's. That's your mic, that's my Okay, good. We all, we all there? You said, said say something that's not important. You said young producer talk. You, don't, you turn the mic off and no one knows that. I did know that. 
No, it's fine. Uh, any, well, anyway, back on course with the show. Uh, it, yeah, as I said, it feels like a political lifetime ago now, but uh, it's so ridiculously hilarious and brilliant that we can't really paper over it. Of course, I'm talking about the conference calamity that was the Prime Minister's speech at the Conservatives' annual conference. Let's just run down all the things that uh, went wrong and maybe even <coughs> a little bit of what happened afterwards. Well, it might be easier to run down the things that went right. Uh, because that's true. Be here for that's very long. true. Yeah, very true. Anyway, firstly, uh, Simon Brodkin or Lee Nelson, um, who just seems to do this as as a full time job. By the way, now, uh, when was the last time you saw Lee Nelson on TV? Or well, I was going to say he can get into all of these political events. The only thing he can't get into is his own bloody career. That's very true. <laughs> uh, yeah, but well, uh, Lee Nelson was able to sit in the front row. Uh, I suppose it makes some sense actually. Um, sat up there with all the other comedians. All right, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Uh, the com- the Tory that, the yeah. Tory front row at the uh, you could have fr- laughed. I did the front row at the Tory. Instead com- of saying that was good. Oh, that's why. That's how I laugh. I go. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. that was funny. I'm a nightmare at comedy nights. <laughs> good one. Very funny. <laughs> Continue. Continue. Good joke. Um, the Tory front row or the front row at the Tory conference is a lot like the uh, London Fashion Week front row. So I'm surprised that he managed to get get a space in that's it, true that's a lot of a-listers were put it's hard a, to get i think in. alexa ching was there yeah uh donatella versace mm-hmm. skepta was probably there imagine skepta at the front row of the tory conference just sat at the front just staring <laughs> everyone down as they talk <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh he was able to very slowly and calmly hand a p45 form to theresa may uh saying boris told me to give you this banter uh pretty amazing how easily he was able to get up there yeah and like all jokes aside a really really worrying thing for the nation's security and the, it's completely it's not even like okay he got there and he gave her a thing he did it and he moved incredibly slowly and then no one seemed to react when he was up there as yeah. well and he took a f- and he went there's next. a good there's a good 20 seconds of him just going boris told me to give you this and theresa may just sort of looking at him awkwardly there's, there's also the next thing which happens which is that he goes over to um to, uh, to Boris Johnson afterwards, gets mm. a photo with him, and yeah. still nobody stops him. No one gives a shit. Yeah, I suppose when the average age of the Tory co- average age of a Tory member is seventy two. That's true. Uh, I don't think a security have to be seventy two. I think though, they either. do. I think the right, security okay. that could be where they're going yeah, wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the security yeah. at the Tory conference is a load of seventy two year old uh, posh white men, and at the Labour conference is a load of teens. And yeah. what they do is instead of uh, Provide security. They just like throw bricks through walls. They're like yeah. they're like big. Sort they of write anti- like a blog post. About yeah, they it. just write a blog post about what yeah. like the oppression they've suffered. But of course, it didn't stop there. Uh, from pretty much out of nowhere, there wasn't even a hint there was anything wrong with her before. She couldn't stop coughing. Ten years after Northern Rock, <coughs> oh, our no, economy is back on track. So the deficit just, is just back little, to pre-crisis hint levels. and murmuring a bit coming in here. Sounds if my voice isn't on track. Oh, <laughs> that was a good line. Okay. Good line. But she's doing okay at this point. <laughs> not too bad. Not, not too bad. Too bad. <coughs> oh, 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 not. So, why, <coughs> why no. we will never? <coughs> excuse me. Excuse, excuse you. We will never hesitate to act where businesses aren't operating as they should. It's giving me a very tickly throat. Let this party celebrate <laughs> yeah, the wealth creators, the risk takers, the, us to the it. innovators <coughs> and entrepreneurs. It does sound like I'm doing a joke, but that's honestly just made me feel quite <laughs> I, I'm pretty. This goes on quite a while, I think. It's like the, uh, like the Donald Trump thing. I think they just clap her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is going on for a while, yeah. 
just fill that, <laughs> fill that side. Oh, no, it's still going. Cough away from the mic, Theresa, is what I'd say. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me and you can do it. Theresa May can definitely Very true, it. Yeah. Still going. There's a really big cheer halfway through there. Like, someone's oh, just yeah. done something at a cricket match or something. Yeah, just, yeah, just, just continue to fill the void. And again. Uh, yeah. Utterly pathetic. <laughs> and so uh, then just to round it all up, uh, quickly, I think this is my favourite part of the whole thing. Uh, the letters in the building a country that works for everyone mm. that was in the background yeah. started falling off. They did. Um, first the F in four, and then the E, uh, the last E, rather, in everyone. Uh, so it was building a country that works or every on. There's a metaphor there for um, the game Hangman. I can't quite work it out because oh, the letters are going off rather Someone than coming back on. It. Someone should have made it. I think that might out. be the fact, yeah, because if you look at it when it's off, it does look like somebody's just not quite got the last two yeah, letters yeah, of yeah. Hangman. And uh, uh, Theresa May could be pretty close for the well, One thing that got swept under the rug a bit because everyone was just sort of talking about everything that went wrong, as we've just done, uh, was the announcement on, on energy bills, actually. She, she stated, this government will publish a draft bill to put a price cap on energy bills, meeting our manifesto promise, and to put an end to rip off energy prices once and for all. Which is great. That's, that's, that's you know, See, a good policy. But that's the thing that, she, that Ed Miliband proposed in 2015 that she said was yeah. Marxist. Well... She's obviously a Marxist. Clearly. Well, well, who knows? Like, do you know what? I've had a change of heart. <laughs> I know I'm the Tory leader, but... But, you know, Carl had some points. But, look, I'm just saying, have you actually read it? Have you read it? Have He's you, got some points. Have you read his manifesto? But it didn't end there. Uh, confidence in the leader was already pretty low before the speech, uh, so you could almost hear the sharpening of the knives after the speech. Uh, news broke after it uh, that a group of rebel Tory MPs were seeking advice from the group uh, of MPs who pulled off the last coup against a Tory leader, IDS Ian Duncan Smith, in 2003. Can you imagine how boring that meeting would be? Well, no, I, I just kind of like it because I, I, it's. I, I sort of pictured it in my mind, so I'm like sort of like like some like 50s noir, like they like met underneath a, a moody lamppost. Well, in this trench is coats. so. This is what I was thinking. Some jazz. Yeah, probably. exactly. It would either be like that, like a sort of like. I. I I don't think it's going to be like a sort of house of cards, like, you know, meeting. Well, that's the only way this is mildly interesting. Like everyone's, drinking, like everyone's drinking whiskey and like smoking cigars in yeah. like the... In, everyone's in, talking in metaphors. In Churchill's war room or something. Mm. It would most likely just be like, just grab a coffee at a conference. <laughs> so how did you do it? How did you do it? It's just in the canteen. So what did you do? You were just really unhappy and then you stop. Okay, right. None of them in Northern. <laughs> that's true. Not many. So how did you do it? <laughs> yeah, knives uh, seemed well and truly out, uh, with it looking like more of a question of when Theresa May might step down rather than if. Uh, but then in another shocking t- twist, uh, Boris Johnson, of all people, was found to be trying to rally support for the leader uh, in a leaked message sent by Boris onto a WhatsApp group of Tory MPs. I mean, yes, really. Yeah, I mean, this is just not, surely this is just nonsense. It's just nonsense, yeah. He says, this is, this is, this is what he says in the, in the, in the screen cap. Um, Folks, I'm away, but just read this. See Amber Peace this AM, he's talking about uh, Peace Amber Rudd, made about supporting the Prime Minister. She is right, right, right. Uh, we have just had an election, all in capitals, uh, and people are fed up with all this malarkey. I love the fact that he said malarkey. Get behind the PM. Ordinary punters and I have spoken to her, spoken to her, thought her speech was good, and anybody can have a cold. Circle the wagons, turn the fire on Corbyn, and talk about nothing except our great policies and what we can do for the country. Circle the wagons, malarkey. <laughs> um, he says in all caps, uh, there's just been a general election, and I quite like the idea that he's been like, 
been away. We just read this. There's been a general <laughs> There's election. There's just been one. There's just been one. And we we. we we won, but it feels like we didn't. So I'll tell you what, I've, I've, been, I've been away. There's just been a general, he sent me, there's just been a general election and we actually won. Okay. I nice. wonder who's the, uh, the admin of that, of the, the Tory WhatsApp group. I wonder what the banter's like. Oh, can you imagine? Well, we know what the banter's like. Oh, can you With imagine? With the side. Uh, yeah, well, like the young, it'll be the young ones, but older. Do you reckon they share like Tory, like memes and stuff? They, they I don't share, know, maybe. I bet they share like momentum memes and be like, <laughs> oh, so stupid. Anyway, um... Well, what, what do you think? I mean, despite you know all all the big names coming out and giving their support, there does seem to be like a growing divide of, of people for or against. Really, uh, in her own party, you know, can she survive? Can she survive against what feels like sort of the common thought? I don't you know, the zeitgeist is a word for I you. I don't understand how changing. She can, I don't understand how she possibly can survive because she's not. Uh, some people, you, you know, you feel like. Well, I, so I was going to say. You, when people sort of, you know, you feel like when you overthrow the, a leader, they, they've got to, they, if you know, she hasn't got a personality, so they could just overthrow her. But then at the same time, one of the most famous, you know, vote of no confidence is Margaret Thatcher, who was totally the opposite. She was the Tory party. She was the big, you know, so it made a much... I feel like if they got rid of Theresa May, what statement does that make? It's true. It's very true. They're we... in a, well, they're in a complete mess. Um, it, it's really interesting, though, where they seem to be trying to go from it. Uh, the, the budget's coming up, uh, mm-hmm. and supposedly uh, Philip Hammond is going to be very pro-youth. Uh, uh, well, you know, more pro-youth. What a, what a, Something as, a, as opposed to nothing. As, uh, that is just <laughs> such an unlikely thing to happen. How is he going to be pro He's going to come out as a fam and lit <laughs> as part of the budget, and then be like... This budget is 100. Uh, <laughs> what we're going to do, guys, is we are going to keep tuition fees 100% <laughs> of the cost that they already are. They're not cutting them at all. Uh, yeah, but no, apparently there'll be uh, tax breaks for the young and house building projects, uh, obviously in an attempt uh, to try and woo younger voters. Uh, but I mean, young people aren't going to vote Tory. Well, what's his stance on uh, fidget spinners in the dam? That's true. That's true. He's like, look, every time you collect, you know, your benefits, you get a free fidget spinner and a and a, I think you, you get a dab. Is that right? You, have a you dab. get a dab with your. Yeah, I just I can't see. I can't see it working. Yeah, I mean, and also the same thing. If, if you're going to say, right, okay, we're going to prop up young people, old people aren't going to like that. No, old people hate young people, famously. They hate them. They hate young, them. Old Tories hate young people. They just, as, 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 if, if we've learned anything yeah. over the last year, yeah. is that they are not a fan. No. Uh, well, Hammond um, would go on to accuse uh, Jeremy Corbyn of wanting to dismantle the economic system or, or something like that. I can't remember. Um, um, that's another... That's That's... Again, they are with one hand trying to capture the youth vote, and then the other hand being like Jeremy Corbyn, he wants to, he wants to get rid of the system. Well, that's keeping, the, that's, that's keeping the young people down. That's precisely the thing. Like, what about I mean, us? We're we're more we're we're woke. Exactly. Well, Corbyn Corbyn turned around uh, in a speech the other day um, when they asked him about that, and they said, "Yeah, that's ex- exactly that's, yeah. what I want to do." Thank you. Can you write my speeches? For I me? mean, just think about that for a minute. Like the Tories thought they were killing him with that. Like that's 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 something that we're going to destroy him on, and. He completely agrees with it. You know, yeah. one thinks that the exact same thing is a vote winner, and the other one thinks it's a vote loser. That's how divided this whole thing is. It's, it's, an, the, it's a generational, it's d- the, complete divide. It's the worst. Uh, it, well, it's one of the worst uh, examples of mind games of all time. Massive, like a manager yeah. coming up before the game, being like, "Well, the thing is about the other team. We know what they're going to try and do. They're going to go out there. They're going to play good football. They're going to score some goals." 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what our plan is. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so we know uh, what yeah. he's going to try and do. Now we know his plan. Yeah. Hey, guys, do you not realise he's going to try and do all the things that he keeps <laughs> he's saying, saying he's he going to do? do you, you do understand? Do you understand? Because I don't. <laughs> I know he's saying that he's going to do them. You know, he's actually going to... Tr- <laughs> you know, he might plan on doing that. He might try and but it's, it's, it's a generational thing. I mean, if, if, if you're older and you've, you've grown up in a world where you can get a job uh, and after a bit you can get a house and then maybe if you do well and you get lucky, you can move into even, maybe even do a bigger house. You know, these, these ideas of blowing up the economic system, they're ridiculous, they're terrifying. It, if you're younger, the hopes of that happening are significantly slimmer. I mean, I mean this, is, uh, this is an honest question to you. This isn't, this isn't Tori. What is, what is the point of capitalism? I'm hitting, I'm hitting you hard. <laughs> okay, so what is the point of it? It is the most not, absolute basic form. Not gonna lie, haven't prepped for this. Well, no, just, just I, f- I think I've written. I think I've, I think at discuss. I've written essays on 3, this. Like, words, if you want, I can please. just pop home quickly. Grab a three thousand word essay, didn't it? Uh, well, the point of it is that there is no point of it. Really, it's it's just a self fulfilling system at this point, and it's it's all sort of encompassing. So the point of it, obviously, initially was that. Well, I mean, the point of it is to make rich people richer and in theory to make poor people richer. Uh, but obviously the fact is if you just keep making everyone richer, then whilst the general sort of GDP and the, the, the money in a country might go up, it still sort of retains the sort of inherent biases and um, um, prejudices that, that it has within it um, at the same time. I think that whatever Jeremy Corbyn wants to do, he is going to have to work within those systems um so i think that probably whilst it's stupid of the conservatives to highlight the fact that that is exactly what he's planning on doing i can see their reasoning for doing so because whilst i do agree with him theoretically i also do think that at the same time well i mean he's not going to dismantle the capitalist system is he because i was just looking for to own capital to be honest but that was great he's not going to do that that was great but that's it that's it i mean that's it at its at its heart mm. and essentially if you're somebody who has no prospect whatsoever mm. of owning capital, right. then the idea of blowing up the economic system, as they so call it, yeah. is, sounds incredibly logical. Yeah. That was a lot easier than I made it. But that was really interesting. Um, anyway. I, um, yeah, I, 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 I think we're at a big crossroad. It's, it's, it's similar to, obviously, uh, what's happening in America with Donald Trump in terms of that he, what he sort of rallied on was was an incredibly right-wing far-right agenda and you realize that when you get there you do still need to work within the confines of what is available to you in terms of things like the travel ban and the things that you want to push through which are whilst admirable if you believe in that sort of thing uh in their ambition uh they're also lies. They're, yeah, quite unreasonable. And I think that Jeremy Corbyn, whilst we're not really talking about him in this section, does need to be careful about that same thing. On that somber note, should we play a track? No. Let's just talk again about all the things that he's going to know. Uh, this is uh, Johnny A.K. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is G- that right? Gene A.K. Yeah, that's what I said. exactly what I said. What's the name and of the track? Uh, fre- fre- frequency? Or frequency. Oh, right, yes. Frequency, frequently As I release this frequency Speak to me Every low foul listener Please keep from me As I release this frequency 
Back to James Gets Machine live. Still got it baby. on Boogly Radio. Now, uh, clearly, <coughs> clearly, uh, Donald Trump wasn't happy that we couldn't do a show last week. He wasn't. He was. He He's texted me. Fuming. Uh, the evidence is, is, is clear. Uh, clearly, he was so annoyed uh, that he just decided to crank up the stupid in our absence. Uh, uh, he did just th- begging he did. us to come back because we couldn't. He decided to crank up the street. <laughs> yeah, no, precisely. <laughs> he thought Tom's not here. He's not, when, they're not here to do this, so, so I'm t- gonna fill the void. So Jamie and Tom are on the radio this week. Someone's gonna have to make politics more dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's 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 literally all this segment is. We're gonna talk about the dumb shit 
The president of America said this week. Sorry. <laughs> That's pretty much what Anyway, uh, so during a speech at a Hispanic Heritage Month event, Donald Trump decided to lend some kind words to Puerto Rico, the U.S. territory that was seriously damaged by Hurricane Maria. But he did... Well, here's a clip. We are also praying for the people of Puerto Rico. We love Puerto Rico. <laughs> Sorry, what? Puerto Rico. So what's he doing? And we also know. have Puerto Rico. <laughs> oh. What is he doing? What is he doing? Puerto Rico. Is that, what, is that a reference or something? I think he's just trying to take the piss out of Spanish people, basically. Okay. He's just fucking weird, he's man. He's so strange. He's so he's definitely got some sort of behavioural issue. That's the thing where he's doing where he starts lobbing the kitchen towel. The oh, we're going to come to that. The rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So strange. Um, it's just so... I don't know. It's just so out of touch with reality. It's hard to know. It's... it's and yeah, anyway, if, if you missed it, Trump recently came on five Puerto Rico saying it wasn't a real disaster uh, like Hurricane Katrina. Uh, but Donnie was not satisfied at that. Uh, at a speech addressing the hurricanes that have battered Southern America and down into the Caribbean, he said this. And I will tell you, I left Texas and I left Florida and I left Louisiana and I went to Puerto Rico and I met with the president of the Virgin Islands. You are the president of the Virgin Islands. Well, it's not wrong. Oh, my God. Jamie, it's not wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> For fuck's sake, that was, man. Sorry, that was very funny that he doesn't know that he's president. This is basic stuff. But, like, who does he... I, I, at the very least, you should probably keep a tab on who you are actually the president well, of. So this is my theory behind this. I think that the people in power or people behind President Trump know that he's not good. So they've just made up multiple presidents from multiple different places for him to go and meet with to be like, but but don't forget, they make the final decision. So you tell them what you think. So be like, Mr. President, this is the president of Texas. And it's just some guy being like, just some guy around him. Hello, Mr. Mike. President. Like, Mr. President of the overall United States, but not of the whole, you know, Texas. So if you want to do something in yeah, Texas, yeah. just tell it's me. It's like when I'll, um, I'll make sure it gets done. Like, I'm sorry, sir. We couldn't. That was, <laughs> that did not go well with voters. And eventually we can't, you, you can't get it done without us because I'm the president of Texas and he's the president of the Virgin Islands. <laughs> I'm the president of corn it's, it's like when uh, when someone said that they should just build another white house and just put him in there yeah. and say that he won yeah. and i think even even if you even if he knew that it was fake he'd probably be okay with it i think as long as people went along with it enough he'd probably just be like this is great it's yeah. got the same this effect. is all i kind of wanted yeah, it's, really it's i didn't really want to do anything the work is the worst part of this and i do yeah, enjoy exactly. the, yeah, i yeah. do enjoy the uh, and finally, uh, in an interview on the launch of Governor Mike Huckabee's new show, TBN, by the way, that's not the weird thing about this, uh, Trump said this. The media is, is really the word, I, I think one of the greatest of all terms I've, I've come up with is fake. I guess other people have used it perhaps over the years, but I've never noticed it. Uh, and it's a shame. Sorry, I mean, we've, we've reached, sorry, we've reached no, Maximum sorry, Stupid. Here. I've not heard that before. He's just, he's just claimed that he, sorry, on, that he came I, up with the term Can fake. I get that one more time? The media is, is really the word, I, I think one of the greatest of all terms I've, I've come up with is fake. I guess other people have used it perhaps over the years, but I've never yeah. noticed it. Uh, and it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a huge shame that nobody else uses that word that's been not only used for centuries, uh, but as a term has been used since about the late 19th century. Uh, people spent uh, have spent Trump's entire career telling him that his tan and hair are fake. 
Yeah, precisely. I mean, yeah, literally yeah. the entire conversation. The the main people that reason the main reason that people outside of America knew about Trump before was that he was the guy with the wig that refused to admit it was a wig and the incredibly weird skin that he just pretended was natural. Yeah, I mean, just quickly as well, he he he. A while ago, he got in trouble for, um, as you said, throwing paper towels at people uh, when he visited Puerto Rico after totally the hurricane. Uh, in response, in this interview, he also said, uh, "This is this is the quote." Um, they had these beautiful soft towels, very good towels. And I came in and there was a crowd, a lot of people, and they were screaming and they were loving everything. And I was having fun. They were having fun. They said, throw them to me, throw them to me, Mr. President. I mean, I don't know why. I, I really don't know why. But these just really struck a chord. You know, you know when like you just get so used to the madness of something. It's, um... And then just every now and again, a certain thing will just make you go, what? What is go- what the fuck is going on? It's like when um, George Bush was in power and he just said all of those, you know, that the things about fish taking over the world and yeah. have a war against the the sea and stuff like that. He just it's it's nice in a way uh, because Obama was sensible and boring and safe and reliable and oh god, oh god. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, and then they said that I'm the best president. I'm way better than Obama. I'm That's the best at golf. I build a lot of buildings. That's what they said. That is what they said. Did you hear them? You didn't hear them, but they said it. They, you didn't mind it. No, you might have heard them, but they did. So they said. It. Anyway, yeah, he had a great week. After um, he uh, <laughs> after he throws the towels, he then goes to pick up uh, tins of food. He's going to dash them into the crowd. And he does, Jamie. He literally leans back and goes, and then stops. But you can tell the people in the crowd stop laughing. And I'm like, I mean, suddenly like, is he going to start throwing tins of food at us as well? Imagine if he did. Imagine if he killed a kid. Has to be said. Dashing like some tin tuna. Around. It has to be said, Jamie. Um, his form was quite good. Yeah, no, good jump shot. Yeah, for a man who is so un waveringly unfit just incredibly unfit <laughs> in every way just so bad like his, like his face sags you seen those photos of him where he's playing golf and he's trying to like scramble up a little ridge and yeah. he's just and you can, all, of, all the roles are just, just sort of it's in, a really unfortunate incredibly role. fat incredibly incredibly fat man yeah. but his uh, he actually hides it quite well yeah it's because he wears those really when you when you see the suits. suits yeah when you see him in a suit he just looks like a he looks like just like your, your average like old man slightly, who's just kind of like not that arsed slightly old man but when he's yeah, yeah. sunny and then when you see him in his golf gear there's, there's like that weird presidential golf is that like a golf gear like they wear the red hat and the white polo shirt and well, the, like red the cream trousers surely the red hat is his thing no they all wear it there's pictures of Obama wearing the exact same thing so they have like a presidential golf Maybe it's, costume, maybe, it's, costume. maybe it's the same uniform. one. Maybe it's the same one, and that's why it totally doesn't fit. Maybe. Trump. <laughs> like, uh, Obama's just wearing this really baggy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sorry, sorry, we we actually have to get one size. Sorry, this, was, it, really. this was this was Carter's. It's really really expensive. It's been through all of the people. Anyway, uh, cheers, cheers, Donald. Great week. Um, let's be patriotic. Let's go for Georgia Smith on my mind. Don't want to feel you, don't want you on my mind, don't want to feel you, don't want you on my mind, don't want to feel you, don't want you on my mind, on my mind, on my mind, 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 mind. Now I'm growing wise to your sugar-coated lies Now this week
sniffing a bit there right as soon as you brought me in I, I did a little well people don't need to know what goes on behind the scenes on this show it's not all glitz and glamour keep the energy levels up uh, well you know wait what Tom uh, yes mate what what time is it uh, oh, I always forget what the section is called uh, time for the stories that weren't good enough to be proper stories so we put them together in a small section called You're so you're doing so well. Short stories from no roundup. Roundup. Short stories roundup. Hey, so the BNP, they're back in the news. The Remember them? Base National Party. No, that's uh, no, that's that's base, defen- that's base defense league. Base defense league. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the British National Party uh, has launched a campaign against supposed plans for a mosque in the Lincolnshire town of Louth uh, in Leaflets, handed out town they state. This autumn, the BNP are launching a campaign to stop a proposed mosque going ahead in Louth. Career politicians in Louth will give in to demands because they put the interest of Muslims first. Yeah. Now, yeah, I know what you're thinking. Wow, the BNP is still a thing. That's no, I know what it is, but that's not what it is. Uh, fairly standard stuff for the BNP. You know, nothing nothing really too, too, too strange here for the BNP. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, however, when called to comment on this, East Lindley District Council stated no application has been received for a mosque in the area. But the BNP were undeterred, uh, claiming that the frantic attempts to deny its claims were part of a Labour-led conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, this isn't the first time the BNP's Lincolnshire branch has made serious waves. Last year, they distributed several rounds of leaflets in Louth, calling for all foreign aid to end until the potholes were filled in. So there's that, that classic that BMP perspective for Is you, that right? True? Yeah, that's right. Well, listen, I don't care if people are dying in India. Susan's, uh, Susan's Mag's done a backing. Susan's, Susan's brother's just come off his bike going yeah. down a, one of the incredibly dangerous potholes. Welcome back, BMP. Next. Sake. So the co-leader of the Green Party, Jonathan Barley, uh, has stated that the Greens are still hurting after losing half of their votes at the general election. Sorry, what's the name of the leader? Jonathan Barley and also Carolyn Lucas. Barley. What a nice yeah. earthy. I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that's nice earthy person. No way, gig. yeah, absolutely no way that they can't be, uh, that that wasn't linked. <laughs> I think it's that's the completely right. Barley earmarked. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, with much of the left pretty much unified around Jeremy Corbyn's Labour Party and with, well, well I suppose, 
this isn't as obvious as it once seemed to be, but uh, with a lot of the Brexit gang seemingly united around the Tories, uh, it has put us right back into uh, two main party politics after a cheap little flirt with uh, alternative parties. What do you think? How, how do you see alternative vote going forward quickly? Uh, BNP. BNP are coming back. Straight up. Big surge, big no surge. No way, Gary. How are the... How are the sort of I mean, if they're running on a ticket of fill those potholes in, I think that's something that the whole country will use. Jamie, I didn't right. even realise how much I hated immigrants until I realised how many potholes there were. That's very and true. And it took a few leaflets to help me. Mm. Jamie, if you hand out enough leaflets, that stuff will stay with people. People yeah. don't forget leaflets that they're handed every day. Don't read them, throw away. Yeah. Leafleting works, Jamie. Forget social media. Let's make, forget- a, let's, let's make a little uh, prediction here. In, mm-hmm. Let's go 30 years' time. Yeah. Will the Conservative Party and the Labour Party still be as one as they are right now? You mean two major parties? Yeah, and and they themselves will be still the two main parties. They haven't mm-hmm. split or anything. I think if I think yes, because I, I, see, I thought I thought that you and people like you were being really, really people like me. Jumping. What do you mean by that? Well, I don't mean it in a racist way. That's not what I think as well. That's not what I thought you thought you'd have said. No, so I thought people like you, you bloody, you bloody armchair Marxists. Um, No, when people were sort of discussing the collapse of the Labour Party and that the Tories are going to absolutely spank them and it's going to be the end of the Labour's as we know and it's going to split. Death, despair. Yeah, I I think that that, I mean, you can't rule it out. I suppose it's happened before, so you can't entirely rule it out. But I think because that hasn't happened and because... It all got a little bit more sensible. But that, that was because that was because of a crisis of, of they didn't believe in the leader. This is this is more uh, whether ideologically on something so divisive as Brexit could the Conservative Party split. Well, that's still there was still the the, the the potential Labour split was totally ideological. People don't hate Jeremy Corbyn because of who he is, apart from when you did. Um, but they I never hate Jeremy Corbyn because of who he is. So mm-hmm. doing shit. Okay, well there's. There's tapes on this show, are you saying? Quote, unquote. That's precise thing I just Hi, said Hi, and welcome to James Against Machine. I'm James, and I hate Jeremy Corbyn because of who he is. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Introducing, Not YP, a fan of the introducing YPT, and I've said... Not a fan of the Anyway, hear, this is supposed to be a short story round. It's gone way too long. You can hear in the next clip I say, quote, unquote, I think he'll lose admirably in the upcoming election. That hasn't been called yet, but it hasn't when it does. And then we'll have this exact discussion months later. As eloquently put as that. And I can find those clips, Jamie, and I can play them to you next week. Okay, I challenge you to. I think I'm busy next week. I don't right, do okay. the show next week. <laughs> next! Okay, but in the biggest news this week, uh, as of today, uh, October the 16th, 2017, uh, the round £1 coins will no longer be accepted as legal tender. Yeah, maybe shops should have stopped giving them back to you then. That's it, today. Today. Well, wh- uh, why? By the time you've heard this, it's probably too late. Admittedly. You're allowed to use them in loads Which of places. Which is unfortunate. Loads of places you're allowed to use them. Most vending machines and uh, lockers and stuff, you can't use the ones still. Well, the locker isn't... You're not buying anything there. Uh, well, it is if it gets stuck in there, don't you? That's true. And I know yeah. from having lifeguarded that a lot of pounds get stuck in a lot of lockers. Uh, the whole thing has been a bit of a disaster, uh, with a new coin coming in in March this year. The Royal Mint wanted as many old coins returned for new ones before the deadline uh, today. Uh, but there's still 500 million yeah. uh, in circulation. Well, 500 million quid that just doesn't doesn't is worthless. So right. I, I, I when I was so I run gigs on Fridays and Saturday nights, and when I was Friday and Saturday nights, uh, and when I um, when you do these gigs, a lot of the times you have to get change for the door money from from 
venues and the change that they have is like bags of 20 pound coins that they get from banks and from the people that they get them and up until recently they've, they've still like up until last week they're still giving like you know old pound coins in them and stuff I, like th- there's no th- there's not at all every shop you go to still gives them back to you with the old, with the new ones as well well I'll tell you how to fix this uh, when I was looking into this um, some work actually does go sorry uh, the BBC not on this end it doesn't <laughs> the BBC had written a uh, handy guide uh, of where to look for some old pound coins lying about um, just a couple of my favourites uh, your wallet no shit cheers for that yeah none of my uh, winter coat pockets great advice I didn't think of that one uh, children's piggy banks bit harsh no Robbie kids just Nicky kids uh, no, it's a Tory government this is big society mate that's true gym kit bag too fat again yeah. good advice uh, and finally the classic down the back of the sack. Did the BBC just, are you serious? Did the BBC actually write a list of this places is a legitimate that coins article. might yeah, have yeah. been found? Uh, well, actually, it's funny they should say that because what they should actually say is in your dad's jeans pockets because my dad never empties his jeans pockets, keeps cash in them, and the other week uh, did some washing, found out... Old, 500 million quid in his pocket. Find out, he's got, he's got, he's got, he's got a property. He's got a property portfolio just in his pocket. What's he like? No, he had... No! One of the old five... Wow. No, he doesn't keep that. He keeps that journey very much locked away. Mm. So, no, he had uh, an old five-pound note in his pockets. Oh. And what's your opinion on old five-pound notes? <laughs> Text in. <laughs> uh, but yeah, don't fear, though. Uh, even though the old coins are now worthless, uh, you can take them and get them changed in banks and post offices. And I'll tell you what, Jamie, with the way the Brexit's going, they were going to be worthless soon anyway. That's true. New pound coins, worthless from March 2019. <laughs> oh, Very good one. Uh, anyway, that's Short News Roundup for this week. Uh, let's play a track. This is some old school S word, man. Freedom of jail, clips inserted, a baby's being born, same time a man is murdered, the beginning and end, as far as rap go, it's only natural, I explain my plateau, and also, what defines my name, first it was nasty, but times have changed, ask me now, I'm the artist, but hardcore, my signs for pain, I spent time in the game, kept my mind on fame, saw things shoot up, and do lines of cocaine, saw my close friends shot, flatlining my same, that the pins carry MAC-10s to practice my aim, on rooftops, tape CD covers the trees, line a barrel up with your weak pitching Squeeze street scriptures for lost souls in the crossroads to the corner thugs hustling for cars that cost dough to the big dogs living large taking it light pushing big toys getting nice join your life is what you make it suicide few tried to take it belt tied around their neck and jail cells naked heaven and hell rap legend presence is felt and of course nas are the letters that spell Earthwind and fire, rims and tires, bulletproof glass inside is the realest driver. Planets in orbit, line them up with the stars. Tarot cards, you can see the pharaoh Nas. Iron Mike, Messiah type, before the Christ, after the death, the last one left. 
Let my cash invest in stock. Came a long way from blasting. Text on blocks. Went from Seiko to Rolex. Owning acres from the projects with no chips to large cake though. Dimes given fellatio. CSA zeros. Bet my nine spent for the pesos. But what's it all worth? Can't take you with you under this earth. Rich men died and tried, but none of it worked. They just robbed your grave. I'd rather be alive and paid. Before my numbers call, history's made. Some are fall, but I rise, thug or die. Making choices that determine my future under the sky. To rob, steal, or kill, I'm wondering why. It's a dirty game. Is any man worthy of fame? My success to you, even if you wish me the opposite. Sooner or later, we'll all see who the prophet is. Not just like life or death. To a nympho, but nothing sweet. I'm like beef, busting heat through your windows. I'm like a street sweeper, green leaf reaper. Like Greeks in Egypt, learning something deep from their teachers. I'm like crime, like your nine. Your man, you would die for. Always got you. I'm like pop, dude, you would cry for. I'm like a whole lot of loot. I'm like Chris Money, corporate accounts from a rich company. I'm like ecstasy for ladies. I'm like all races combined in one man. Like the 99 Summer Jam, bulletproof, I'm a man. I'm like being locked down around new faces, and none of them fam. I'm the feeling of a millionaire spending a hundred grand i'm a poor man's dream a thug poet live it and i write it down and i watch it blow up y'all know what i'm like you play it in your system every night now nah. not just like life or death i'm a rebel my poetry's deep i never felt not just like not just like half man half amazing no doubt not just like life or death i'm a rebel my poetry's deep i never felt Right media. <laughs> yes, it's back. Everyone's favourite. Um, my section of the show. And what's it called? <laughs> oh, I just said it, Jamie. I f- see when I do sections, I make my own jingles that I ask you to voice, edit, put together, right, and then yeah, yeah. upload. So you're welcome. Uh, this is Tell Something Alt Right Media. This is where I. Um, Ruin my future chances of employment, friendship, and uh, any sort of social media influence that I may or may not have in the f- in the future by uh, following a ton of uh, <laughs> awful alt right accounts, uh, which I need to stop doing. Yeah, thanks for doing that. We are going to set up a uh, James Against the Machine Twitter account, and if you follow it and realise that we are just following a ton of alt right <laughs> accounts, there's a reason why. There is a reason why. It's yeah, yeah. totally research. What um, have we got first? So. Uh, I was meant to do this last week. I didn't. I haven't been bothered to put a new one together. It's fine. Sorry, mate. Didn't need to say that. It's fine. Oh, okay. What have we got now? I'm for no reason looking at stories from two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I know, Jamie, nothing much bigger has happened than this recently. There was a big shooting in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. A very big shooting in Las Vegas. And What do they have to say about it? Well, before I go to the alt-right media... I did, quickly off the bat, just straight away, it seems like something... 
Uh, they oh. don't have a lot of grounding. No, we could all get behind it. Uh, whether, however you feel about guns, the fact is that a gun did kill these people. Yeah, guns don't a lot kill, of people. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Fine, whatever. But yeah. if you didn't have a semi-auto, where did rifle. they go? Where I'm intrigued. Where did they take this? Well, firstly, I'd just like to start off. This isn't all right, but this is just. I just thought it was funny. Uh, as police try to determine the purpose of electronic devices found during the search, Clark County Sheriff Joseph Lombardo said, we have no idea what his belief system was. We're hunting down and tracing down every single clue that we can get. We're on his... trying our best and making a Muslim. Uh, we're hunting down and tracing down every single clue that we can get on his background. This individual is a lone wolf and I don't know how it could have been prevented. Yeah. Joseph, I've got one idea of how it could have been prevented. What's that? Don't sell weapons of war mm. to people mm. uh, as I don't you know can, but as you can imagine my gun. as you can imagine the man who owned the gun shop where he bought it said that he was a customer who cleared quote unquote all necessary background checks and there procedures. aren't any here we go it's bingo it's gun it's, gu, it's gun, gun attack bingo, bingo. <laughs> uh, so here's somebody that here's something that I saw somebody tweet uh, the LVMPD, which is the Las Vegas police department, knows the motive. Nevada. Yeah, knows the motive. No M. No oh, M for mother. Las Vegas major crimes. Please don't department. know. Uh, they know the motive behind the attack, but the FBI will not allow us to release the motive because it implicates the FBI in illegal arms deals and supplying arms to ISIS terrorists within U.S. borders. Right. Stephen Paddock. That's a big claim. Now it says that Stephen Paddock, the shooter, was an undercover FBI agent who participated wow. in multiple illegal arms deals in the Las Vegas area in a gun-running entrapment scheme, uh, similar to Fast and Furious. Right, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it sounds that. like a Literally thrilling movie. Uh, so Paddock thought he was engaging in another routine arms transfer, but the ISIS operatives who were going to meet him learned about the entrapment scheme and Paddock's true identity. They killed him and carried out the massacre and what, then like fled a, the like scene. a weekend at Bernie's type thing? They just yeah. put some, some sunglasses on him and like stuck him with a gun in yeah. the window yeah. and had a... Uh, like a pulley system on the trigger. So the reason that... That's uh, someone who killed someone. I don't know why I'm doing that. Everything is being kept under extreme wraps because one, armed ISIS terrorists are still at large and two, this is very embarrassing to the FBI and they don't want their scheme to become public knowledge. Hmm. Uh, the person ended the tweet or the, the post that they... the sort of image that they tweeted uh, by saying... Uh, I will be sending you further information throughout the day. Uh, people within LVMP are disgusted and are pushing for this information to be released to the public. As far as I'm aware, haven't quite managed that yet. No, haven't quite got there. I'm not gonna lie. That sounds like complete bollocks. Here's uh, this is uh, the man, the average the average average Joe's view of it. This is uh, infidel Angela. Uh, or... <laughs> <laughs> I'm proudly these infidel. Are the people, Jamie, these are the people that I have to follow now. Uh, this is actually retweeted <laughs> by one of my favourite uh, Twitter users, Brit Bob. Uh, I think they know it's ISIS. That's my dad. I think they know it's ISIS, but are denying it. It might be a big sell and they don't want them thinking they're being looked at. Hashtag make America great again. Of, of course. course. Yeah, MAGA. Uh, Somebody else has replied to her saying, my thoughts too. They also may be aware of other pending attacks and don't want to have people panic and not attend upcoming events. Scary. Infidel Angela confidently and rightly says, well, if it were me, I'd like the chance to decide for myself if I want to attend a said threat or not. They need to tell us this stuff. And the other person goes, I agree. They know way more than what they're telling. You can tell they are holding back just by the way they're speaking. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call evidence. <laughs> Jamie, you can just tell because of how it is. I mean, that's the problem with the left. There's always so many just sort of like unsubstantiated claims. Uh, Jamie, claims. I'm sick of the amount of time. I'm sick of it. Oh, thoughts and... Ugh. There was an attack. There was a car crash near the British Museum uh, on the last, last weekend. Uh, obviously, Jamie, people immediately seen it as a terrorist attack. 
However, a lot of people thought, you know what, I'll find out the facts first. You know who didn't do that? Katie Hopkins. Oh, yeah. What did Katie have to say? She's tweeted, she retweeted the Daily Mail link to it, said, utter bastards. She then tweeted some pictures of the scene saying, dear tourist, right now London is not worth the risk. Utter bastard. Next one. Come on then, let's hear it. You want to ban all cars? That's how it works, right? Hashtag Vegas massacre. A non-terrorist attack. Right, yeah. Um... Somebody comments, uh, we were coming over to visit the Natural History Museum from Holland next week. Forget it now we've seen this. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, no. no. Oh, car crash. What will we do without you? Yeah. Katie Hopkins, I apologise for the state of London, sir. The mayor has let us all down. It is simply not oh, worth that the risk. Re- I, that, that really, really annoys me. Well, I mean, what, what do people actually expect? Do they think... They think the mayor's Thor or something. Mm-hmm. He's going to stop cars driving into people with his like magic hammer or something. He's not Thor. No, he's not, actually. Uh, she said, London is not worth the risk. Hashtag Natural History Museum. Uh, just, got- ca- just, just, just in case anyone was just sort of filtering over those hashtags. Yeah. Twitter Moments, uh, sort of one of the big Twitter accounts that just sort of updates on news, uh, tweeted, people have been injured after a car was involved in a collision near the Natural History Museum in London. Which is literally the fact yep, of the that's situation. that's it, that's it, yeah, yeah. Uh, Katie Hopkins replied to that, golly, at Twitter Moments, did the car involve itself? Was it a driverless car? Uh, she said that the BBC's state propaganda does not get more blatant because they said people injured in crash near London Museum and the Daily Mail went with driver deliberately mows down pedestrians after mounting the pavement outside London's Natural History Museum. Uh, she said that the BBC was state propaganda and that the Daily Mail was clearly a bastion of truth. Right, of course. Now, I know what you're thinking. She's a shock jock. She gets off on this. This is how she gets publicity. I'm sure that she's, you know, she deleted all the tweets, right? Of course. She deleted all the tweets and she said... That would be uh, very in character. Quote, unquote, I'm deleting all tweets from the last two hours. I hope you stay safe. Fine. We all make mistakes. She got carried away in the heat at the moment. She said something stupid. She apologised. And then at a media society around on Monday, you know, she, she just said... She repeatedly argued that there's no such thing as truth anymore and that she didn't buy that it was a road traffic accident, which means that now not only... Was it wrong at the time? Uh, was the media covering it up at the time? The British government is now involved in a cover-up. What did they, What is it? What's she implying? Vice Nothing. Pre- Vice President Pence left a Colts American football game because, quote unquote, POTUS and I will not dignify any event that disrespects our soldiers, our flag, or our national anthem. Now, Jamie, you and I, and the rest of the people listening know this is about American football players protesting. Yes, down on the knee. Do you have anything yeah. to add to that? Well, yeah, no, um, uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of American football, so uh, I too. didn't fill you in this. Me too, Oakland Raiders. Not doing too well at the moment. No, I know, it annoys me, because yeah. I care about <laughs> them. Uh, but Eric Reid, uh, who's strong safety for the 49ers, uh, who knelt with Colin Kaepernick uh, before Colin Kaepernick at the 49ers, that's where this whole thing began, mm-hmm. uh, called Pence out, uh, who said... Um, uh, who's seen him actually attend a football game before? It's a PR stunt. And it makes sense when you think about that. I mean, it's a 49ers game. Yeah. Uh, it's where Kaepernick started doing all this. He was paid. Uh, he, his trip was funded by uh, people's taxes. And apparently there was reports that he had mentioned to people in his close circle. There was leaks saying that he'd said before that he was going to do it. Uh, however, Eagle Pundit. Uh, doesn't believe so and says bravo vice president pence you have sent an example to what all decent americans should do and have been thinking uh the next tweet that i've done has been cut off by the screenshot but let's assume it starts with the liberal media nfl and millionaire players are desperately trying to jamie what they're desperately trying to do uh um they're gonna try and uh bring in sharia law yeah absolutely uh somebody michael murked 
replied uh, to this tweet saying, a large number of black Americans do not want to be policed. They want to behave badly without consequences. NFL black players support them. I mean, that makes perfect sense, yeah. I mean, quickly, quickly, I had a little quick look because I, I saw that as well about how um, it was funded by taxpayers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, basically, I just wanted to work out how much exactly it was. Um, he flew on an AC-32, yeah. um, uh, which costs, uh, and he was renting it, uh, it costs $42,936 an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, he flew two and a half hours from Vegas to yeah. the game uh, at the Colts. Uh, in Indianapolis, and then he threw from Indianapolis to LA for four and a half hours. So call it seven hours. Uh, the entire, basically, PR stunt cost the American taxpayer $300,552. Well, the reason he left early, Jamie, is because he was probably running. The meter was running, and he didn't want to stay for too long. Very true. An very Ameri- true. A true American hero. Uh, somebody, it doesn't even matter who, tweeted, we respect our country, flag, and national anthem. We don't protest the very thing that gives us the right to protest. Mm. Uh, somebody replied to that saying uh, actually it's the constitution that grants them those rights somebody replied no this is conservative icon by the way no actually they are god-given rights which the constitution clearly lays out good try though sport so (laughs) he didn't disagree with the he didn't even agree with the sport he didn't agree with the person beforehand who said it was the flag that gave them the rights he didn't really disagree with the person who said it was the constitution he just simply decided to make it more goddy Um, and I've got very quickly to finally end the show on a horrible note I've got the uh, worst example of victim blaming uh, I've seen in a actually depressingly short time Uh, this is about the Harvey Weinstein allegations and somebody tweeted not sure what's worse the girls who were hashtag forced Okay, immediately off to off to hashtag force. Clearly doesn't. Yeah, I think a lot of people are following that one. Yeah, yeah. doesn't understand how hashtags work. Uh, Not sure what's worse: the girls who are hashtag forced, or the girls who willingly give it up to get ahead in the industry. Sad face. Oh, they're awful, aren't they? They're so awful. That's the real takeaway from this. Anyway, thank you very much. Uh, as always, what well, horrible way to end the show. Yeah. Uh, we should is, not have this as the last section of the show. Maybe not. Uh, this has been James Gets Machine uh, live on Boogaloo Radio, and we'll see you again next week. Bye.